Okay. So how long has the book been out for? Since Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just been like nonstop crazy. <laughs> nonstop crazy. It's yeah, like I don't know. It's just weird because I didn't expect, you know, you, you don't really expect anything from your books. You just want to like put them out there and put your story out there and everything. You don't, you know. Yeah. You don't you don't go into this going, I'm gonna get a tag or I'm going to get whatever. Mm -hmm. it's not the reason you do this you don't put the story <laughs> out there <laughs> I think um I said it in the beginning of my writing journey if only the girls here read it I would have been happy I didn't need anyone yeah. else to read my book yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. same well and, and that's yeah that's that's how I am with like my other series if it's just like my street team reading it I'm perfectly fine with that <laughs> you know that's awesome Welcome to the Smutty and Nutty podcast. My name is Gabby, and you can find me on Instagram at Gabby Shelf, G-A-B-B-I-E. And I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Reads by Lexi. And I'm Jess, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Jessica, and on my website, readsbyjessica.com. And I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a wellreadwolf91. And I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Today, we have a very special guest, ladies. It is author Jack Whitney. You can find Jack on Instagram and TikTok at jack.whitney.writer. I'm so excited you're here. We're all so excited. <laughs> yeah, we're all I'm very excited. Yeah. Like, just me. Like, we've been in our chat, just like, oh my God, yes, let's talk about this book. I know. <laughs> we've always wanted you on and we haven't been like podcasting consistently. And then I'm not saying because Sweet Girl blew up, but our conversation over the weekend, I was like, Jack needs to get on because we have some shit to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> be like the beginning of season two for us <laughs> oh my god yes. this is season two, episode one yeah we are horrible at oh my god <laughs> i need to write something down gosh okay we try so hard we really do we really do okay so jack you told us already sweet girl came out on wednesday it has been crazy can you tell us the difference between Sweet Girl and um, your other series? Because I feel like it was a little bit of a shift and it's a little different than what you've written before. I feel like they're night and day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's funny because like all these people have DM'd me and they're like, oh, I'm going to read your bag log and everything. And I'm just like, oh, have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jump into high fantasy, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's because it, I've read Dead Moon Rising and I can only imagine readers going from Sweet Girl to Dead Moon Rising. And I'm like, oh, get some snacks. Um, Poor thing. <laughs> grab, a, <laughs> grab your security blanket. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, 
there were a few of them and especially like a couple of larger books the grammars were telling me that and I'm just like oh do you like dark <laughs> fantasy <laughs> I hope so oh gosh yeah okay so sweet girl got god what, what was it number one and fantasy erotica Mm-hmm. Yep. and what was the other one you hit it was mythology right it was number one new release in mythology okay yeah that's awesome yeah because the, like the top four in mythology are like neil gaiman and actual mythology books and i'm sitting there looking at it going god i bet these mythology people are like what the why is there fucking smut in our top 10 <laughs> that's awesome legit like you go from actual educational mythology books to sweet girl educational too (laughs) that is smut mythology is my favorite kind of mythology like give me all the smuttiness yeah right Mm -hmm. oh yeah my fiance could learn a thing or two from eros oh my god (laughs) yes I need, I know I need to read it. I need to read a lot of things, but how quick was the read for Ash and Brett and everybody else? Because it's an oh, I devoured it. Ask me. Probably like an hour and a half to, for me to read it because I just kept going. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. yeah, it took me about an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, can, I can probably fit that in on my lunch break or when I'm ignoring a meeting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just have my Kindle on my laptop. It's fine. There you go. It works. I'll probably yeah. finish it tonight and then... Yeah and then die just a little bit and then actually no I should continue reading Crescent City and then read this afterwards so it heals me yes yes there you go that is perfect um Jack have you read Crescent City so I actually just finished it last week (laughs) really are you okay (laughs) I am not okay (laughs) like I already knew a lot of the things that happened but that didn't help the pain oh (laughs) no no we me Britt and Gabby and I think Jess is working on it and and Lexi's gonna work on it too all trying to do a reread before the book two comes out and uh it hurts it hurts every like, time you read it i yeah. we know what's coming and i'm hurting mm-hmm. i've already ugly cried once <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. bad i yeah, think like i listened to most of it on audiobook because i was like let me just try this out i'm working a lot you know audiobook might be easier for me to kind of like devour and then I got to the end of it and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to have the physical copy because there's a lot of things about to go down and I'm going to need to reread and I, the audio yeah. is not going to cut it. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I usually, I will read a book physically, either printed or Kindle, and then I buy the audiobook and listen to it while I'm working. And mm-hmm. I still cried after listening to the audiobook and I'll probably cry again <laughs> as I listen to yeah. it as I'm at work in an mm-hmm. office just bawling my eyes out typing yep. away you'll get a random zoom meeting and just tears a little bit oh my <laughs> god are you okay yes I'm okay um, I know I have to talk about this stuff but I can't <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay so speaking of audiobooks though um we've talked a little bit about audiobooks and I'm sorry the series with Deadman Rising is not on audiobook right now, correct? It is not. Nope. Oh. Do you have plans for any audiobooks in the future? Um, I don't know about Deadman's Rising. I mean, I've had a couple of people 
ask me about it, but I don't really know where to start. So I'm going to start with Sweet Girl because I talked to Eros about it. Um, mm-hmm. So he's going to do Sweet Girl whenever he's opened back up for um, <laughs> commission. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. dead. <laughs> So he's thinking that he'll be open back up in like April. So we'll go from there. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna do it. <laughs> I is wish this podcast was a video. Or is this podcast exclusive? Ooh. Um it's like I don't know that I would call it like an announcement announcement because it's been on like if you read the comments in his sections or in, on the videos that he's done. I've talked about it with a couple of people and he's mentioned it to a couple of people, but I haven't like publicly announced it. So yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to die. I'm I'm not going to die. I'm going to be like, I will be sweating the entire time I listen to that. I'll be like, I'm I'm already sweating just thinking about it. (laughs) I tried listening to um, the games we play. I was in a hotel room while my husband was like, two miles away doing whatever he was doing and I still had to have it on like like one or two notches up from the bottom and I kept like pausing it and I was like can people hear this right now right? <laughs> I didn't even get to the spicy stuff <laughs> yeah oh gosh he is so sweet though he, he is. is so cute he's oh my god he's the sweetest I'm oh, actually um, your scenes too Lexi for teasers what I said, cause he did some of your stuff too. Yeah, um, he did one thing. And then I actually reached out to him because I was like, you know what, maybe we need to do another one. And I was like, I'll pay you for it. Like we were just talking back and forth about how much usually charges for small clips. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Cause honestly it goes, and this can tie into like um, advertising and the way we promote our books and things like that. But he has such a big fan base that when he does things on his own without even having to ask things go crazy but yeah. wild it's people freak out uh-huh. and tiktok is such a weird place because i used and i asked him about it and he gave me all of his rules and i'm a big social media person so i made sure i followed them but utilizing an original sound on tiktok and the way that video blew up on its own was crazy just because it's him yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like and it even it didn't blow up that much I think it got like 5,000 views but still girls in the comments were cursing me oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes so along the same lines what is your marketing plan for your books and this one specifically but just in general how do you plan for your marketing um I am a huge like I love to do those aesthetic reels so that's usually my starting point, um, just showing people the aesthetics and things like that. Um, I don't know, like, and for Sweet Girl, it was totally different from Dead Moon's Rising mm-hmm. because it was a different, like, base. It was a different base of people. I knew that Sweet Girl would have a larger audience um, because it wasn't totally like world building and things like that. It was just a short novella mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I don't know and then also like with the aesthetic reels like you have to watch what you put on TikTok because <laughs> I've gotten banned I think three times two or three times now <laughs> yep because it yep. showed a silhouette <laughs> and I'm just like really guys 
Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I will, um, I tried putting artwork in a video and I had it in like the drafts and I took the artwork out because I was like, you know what, this isn't going to pass. And that video still got flagged because the artwork was in there. The thought was there. And TikTok was like, TikTok was like, I saw a man's nipple like five minutes ago. I don't think I'm going to let this video fly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's the worst. Mm -hmm. it's so it's so so bad especially like towards bookish creators I feel like it's the most targeted oh I don't know what it is and yeah how dare we talk about sex oh I know yeah like I'll have to put emojis between uh words and things like that but it's even harder for like Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of like in Jack's boat where I rather do aesthetic stuff and when I do show my face I try to keep it short but Corinne like C. Rochelle Oh, all yeah. face, all comedy, all bad words. Like mm-hmm. we got a good fan base going, and I am so jealous because I am not that. I can't okay. even. I can't even lip sync half of the things that are happening. I don't know how anyone does nope. it. <laughs> I try to follow along, and it's like, I yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I just imagine Corinne in her backyard just doing these over and over again, and her husband is like super serious, and him just watching her do this, like in the Not window in the background, just sipping some coffee, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah I married that." Mm-hmm. I married her. Um, Lee is really face based too, and I was like, I wish I could do that kind of stuff. Hers is always just like her, like looking really badass, just. I can't do it. I can't do it. No. I, I try to make myself do it sometimes and I just feel so awkward. Yeah. I so, do better yeah. if it's like a comment, if I have to answer a question. If something like yeah. triggers me to talk, then it's fine. But me to like pull something out of my ass, no. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I think it was with TikTok, it's really frustrating too because I was telling the girls where trying to build up a platform on like the podcast TikTok and there's people like jumping off of buildings and doing dumb shit and we get flagged for holding prop knives <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yep mm-hmm. or if our aesthetic reel has a sword in it True. oh yep. my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how much we- blood oh <laughs> I was looking, I think it was like something from, uh, what's that weird Euphoria show that's out right now? Like mm-hmm. the guy's covered in blood and there's like a content warning on it. I thought I was going to see something spicy and I got really excited and it's just, came <laughs> bloody and I was like, okay, thanks for this content warning. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Not the kind of warnings I want. No. Not the good kind. No. no. <laughs> I love that. So going back to some of our questions, so what is, what was your writing process like for Sweet Girl versus your other series? Because it was a short novella, Mm -hmm. there's no world building, so did you feel less stress over it, I want to say? Oh my god, so much less stress. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm sitting there writing it and I'm talking to Kay and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm writing this in a week. What is this is the easiest thing ever. I want to do this between every single book. <laughs> like, because I, it helped me just write. Mm-hmm. Like it helped me not have to worry about too much plot or the world building. Am I doing enough here? Am I doing enough there? Like it was just, it was just a smutty story. And yeah. it was 
such like a relief to my brain after finishing three high fantasy stories mm. and like going deep into those. And so it was, yeah. To like further Lexi's question, how is it different writing in this genre versus like high fantasy? Is it, was it really different kind of dipping into that or? So I had, usually I have one alpha Rita and two beta, two to three betas. And I had all of them on the alpha for this one because I was like, there's going to be words in here that are strictly for fancy. Like Mm -hmm. the way that I tell smut may come off as too dramatic mm-hmm. I want maybe like there's just a difference between like contemporary smut and like fancy smut yeah. and so I had them going through two and three times looking for those kind of words and making sure that it wasn't too fantasy like so yeah it was it was different because for instance my high fantasy stuff is in more medieval like era and then I'm jumping into this world yeah yeah so it was it was weird yeah I I liked how you mixed it in though I like the contemporary but there's that mythology sneaking in there and I like that Mm -hmm. the little mix of it yeah, I, I couldn't get away from fancy. That's, <laughs> you had to throw a little bit in there. <laughs> a little bit. Just um, a little bit. Do you plan on writing more novellas like this, or are you going to dive right back into high fantasy smut? So I'm diving back into high fantasy for, or Ballad is more paranormal fantasy, um, but between Ballad and the third Honest Scrolls book, I plan on writing another novella just to get me out of jumping from world to world because I feel like it just gave it just gave me a mental break Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to continue writing but also not have to worry about like that kind of stuff did you miss your characters from the other series oh my god I miss them so much (laughs) (laughs) but I'm not allowing them to take Space in my head right now because if I do they'll just consume me <laughs> oh yeah so I'm like stay away go away <laughs> I'm on vacation I'm on my lunch break leave me take, alone yeah take take a vacation or you know what better yet come up with the plot for the next book that way I <laughs> do some work while you're under yeah right, right. um so are you a plotter or a pantser with your books because honest scrolls was so there's so much in it and I want to know if you actually plan or you just fly by the seat of your pants so I plan the big plot point okay I plan the beginning a couple of steps in the middle and then I always write the ending first that way I know where my characters need to be by the end of the book <laughs> Gabby Gabby quit staring at me <laughs> brain doesn't work like that I feel like if I wrote the end I would die because like I I, I'm writing I'm writing book two in my series and my book one isn't released right now but um literally the characters if I let them write the end I wouldn't be able to think about the beginning and then I like everything would just be ruined for me (laughs) (laughs) it couldn't (laughs) 
I don't know. Like for so for the honest scrolls, there's eight books, and I already have the big plot points for every single book. Like I have books five through eight pretty much written already. I'm just having to wrap up three and four. But Gosh. in in between those major plot points, the characters do whatever the hell they want to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Writing flames of promise. They took me on so many different side plots. I'm I was screaming at them. Like, why are you doing this? But we got to the end. So it worked out. I really wish more readers like understood how bratty our characters are. Right. They're just little assholes and we have no control. Like we know we know what we we know the beginning, we know the ending, we know the middle. But at the end of the day, like they're just they're dictating a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. totally in control. <laughs> and usually it's usually at the wrong times too, because um, especially for some of us at work, I'll be like driving to work <laughs> and a whole scene will pop up in my head and I'm like, I'm fucking driving right now. Like I right. don't I can't do anything <laughs> about this. Like, why are you here? I don't remember what book I just recently read. It's probably a hockey romance, but <laughs> the girl, she always got like inspiration. And this is me. I always get inspiration in the shower. And then like, I want to get out and write it down or whatever. And so the guy, he got her a notepad that's waterproof. And so she could just Aww. write in the shower. And I thought oh, those I exist. Like those, that's a real- I thing. need that. Get one. That. <laughs> that was cool. But yeah things change like like the characters kind of do whatever the hell they want and it's kind of frustrating mm-hmm. because like revelations and it's like this isn't what I planned and they're like I don't give a shit it's not <laughs> <Right>. about you <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, like this is my story I'm going to do this now thanks bye mom yeah <laughs> yeah or when they're angry like I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I'm sure there's points where you start a book and your character is very angry from the scenes in the previous book. So they're just like being big babies and they're not talking and they're just like, for instance, mine is not currently drinking way too much and acting like a child. And I'm like, we, you, you got to go save the girl. Like we got shit to do. Why are you being like this? <laughs> he doesn't want to. He's very <laughs> sad boy. <laughs> yes that's so funny we love him though it's okay <laughs> you're gonna turn into scarlet like he's something <laughs> he's something something a jerk no it got because i i feel that whole novella thing jack because i it's so hard to write book two so i was like let me write something else yeah just get out of your head a little bit yeah, yeah. so with that being said what other tips do you have for new writers or indie authors in particular um learn as much as you can about the publishing process because it <laughs> sucks fucking wild <laughs> again learning things every single day it's insane mm-hmm. what's like one thing it's that never you ending did- wormhole oh yeah what's one thing that you didn't know that you learned before like publishing um don't get an isbn from amazon oh yes <laughs> yeah I'm like chatting with Scarlett one day and she goes, by the way. Oh, you did that to <laughs> us too. Yeah. You did the I same came thing about it or something. <laughs> In her defense, she didn't know. No, because she went through that process when she crossed over to Bloom. 
Yeah, she yeah. had to work to get it taken down and put up on her own ISBN and Amazon was being difficult. So now she tells everyone who will listen about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, I think one thing I would say though is ask authors anything. Cause I'm, yeah. I have learned, I have made so many mistakes. Like I'm the guinea pig for this group right here. Like mm-hmm. everything that I've done wrong, I'm doing wrong for them. <laughs> take one for the team and we love you for it yeah what was a do you have a comical mistake you made in your publishing journey probably (laughs) (laughs) can't think of anything off the top of my head I accidentally published my book way too early oh no (laughs) you had to pull it off really fast yes Oh, yes. wait, I'm trying to think. Did I do that? I may have done that as well. I think I, yeah, I did. I had a panic attack. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the immediately, bike. as soon as you get the Amazon email, you're like, take it down, take it down, take it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say though, Amazon, the um, customer service people there are far more helpful than the Barnes and Noble's customer service people. <laughs> oh, I've heard horror stories about. Uh, Barnes and Noble. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Bad horror stories. <laughs> yeah, they lost my tax form twice. What? Yes. Oh my god. Is mm-hmm. my first book published December 18th and it didn't get into the self-published part of Barnes and Noble's until mid-January because they kept losing my stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And if, if you ever do self-publishing through Barnes and Nobles and you have artwork inside your book, their bleeds and margins are different than Amazon's bleeds and margins. So with Amazon, whenever I started putting large artwork in there, they kept rejecting my manuscripts to the point that I don't even publish, I don't even publish my paperbacks through Amazon anymore. Okay. I only use Ingram Spark now. Okay. Because their margins are different than that. Okay. Hmm. I've and, heard. I mean, Ingram takes a shit ton of money from you. Yeah. But I don't know. It was easier for me just to streamline the process. So just through them. I'm in like the opposite. I'm refusing to use Ingram because of that yeah. reason. But I chose global distribution. And something I learned this week or last week was that Amazon and Barnes and Noble still uses Ingram to print the books. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know which ones it is. Um, and I could be wrong, but Reva, who's on my street team and one of my alpha readers, she works in a bookstore and she was actually able to purchase my book. And Ingram mm-hmm. printed my book like a quarter of an inch smaller than the way Amazon prints. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I was like, excuse me. Whenever I, uh, whenever I made the switch over and I got in like my first batch of proofs for Dead Moon's Rising, I was like, why are you smaller? (laughs) You don't look right. Why are you smaller? (laughs) Yeah. I'm a little pissy about that, but Jess was telling me that I should probably just go through Ingram, but I'm being a brat and I don't want to. <laughs> you, I mean, and like their, um, their printing prices are going up March 1st. So I had to go ahead and 
up my prices a little bit and I'm kind of salty about it, but I don't, I don't know what other like choices yeah. I have, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that Scarlett and I were talking about that the other day because I was, I was raging about it and she was, she was just like, it sucks. Indie author yep. publishing sucks. We don't have options. Yeah. Like I want, and I have a design background and I like pretty things. So I want pretty hardbacks. That means I have to go through a small publishing, a small printer. I can't go through a publisher. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to traditionally publish, but, and I have to pay for that up front, which yep. credit cards are great, but I have to figure out the logistics of pre-orders and if people are going to actually buy them and this and that. And it's like, but at the end of the day, Ingram takes out so much money. And I don't think readers realize that. They don't, they really don't. <laughs> they don't. I, I've, I've had that conversation with, so I've had, like Kay is my best friend. So we have that conversation all the time. And she's like, why did you have to up your book so much? And I'm like, because I'm making like a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> if that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. And then for them to do the distribution, they give these bookstores like a cut on top of like the printing price and everything. And so you have to factor in that as well for how much they're going to get a cut on ordering your book from them. Yep. So that cuts into your margins as well. Mm -hmm. I think I make, I don't know, 15 cents a book or something like that for global distribution. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So stupid. It's insane. I will say though, um, Barnes and Nobles, they give 70% of your ebook like okay like no questions no download rates no nothing they give you 70 percent, and they do 30 days instead of the um amazon hold of 60 days oh wow which is interesting but i haven't done paperbacks through them yet so uh, once i learn about that i'll let everybody know but that's just been a yeah. yes <laughs> but yeah so I, I was really hoping that barnes and nobles had a better option for hardbacks but I feel I'm 99% sure they just go through Ingram. So it's going to be the same thing. So I've ordered hardbacks from Barnes and Nobles because I wanted to test their quality. And then oh. I also ordered them through Amazon and then also through Ingram. The Barnes and Nobles hardback is the exact same as Ingram. The Amazon one is actually better made. But they don't yeah. have the dust jacket, right? Um, no, they don't have the dust jacket yeah. yet, but I had, I just did the laminated case for right now. Okay. Um, cause I have, I'm going to commission Pro Castle to do some stained glass dust jackets. Ooh. To sell. Ooh. So once I get that, then I'll get that like up on an Etsy store. But yeah, the Amazon one was like the best quality. However, they don't print hardbacks over 550 pages. I know. I'm trying to print. Yeah, I'm trying to print Flames of Promise, and it's over here at like 760 pages. Mm-hmm. And Amazon has just shut me down really fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have nothing. We like. We just want to write fresh smut. <laughs> I just yeah. want to write smut, <laughs> and now I know why authors didn't print books I know why they were only ebook for so long is because of this and then we have to figure out taxes and using pen names and then our tax forms not matching our pen names and this and that and like people ask why my book isn't on 
um, Google, Google Play for Android. And I know if I went through Ingram, Jess, you can roll your eyes at me. I know. If I went through Ingram, I would have better distribution for my ebook, but I don't want to. And Google didn't like my pen name versus my legal name. Mm. So then Britt yelled at me and said to get my LLC, which I still haven't done, but I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll yell at you again. <laughs> Chris started it. Chris started the, the stuff. We just have to swipe the credit card. So Britt needs to go yell at Chris, not you. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll go, I'll go DM him. I'll be like, get it done. Let's go. <laughs> Support your wife. <laughs> Um, Jack, do you have your LLC at all, or do you just do? That is on my list for this month, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know with taxes, I'm about to get railed. <laughs> it's so much fun. Just straight up fucked. <laughs> so much fun. It's great. It's awesome. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I love writing books. Right. And I, I think that's like... That. I think that's one thing readers don't understand is like, we're not just like sipping on coffee and typing away and like giving you these glorious stories. We're fighting with Amazon and Ingram and the IRS and asshole readers and everything else. Oh my God, everything. It's like a nightmare back here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Does anyone have a question they want to ask before I start raging about something? um you're gonna make Jess choke (laughs) (laughs) um I wanted to ask um with Sweet Girl being different than your other series how was the process of giving out arcs like did you contact people and you know just like like, hey I think you'll like this you want to read this or did you send it out to your normal team like is it your normal arc team, would they, would this be something that they were into or they had more strictly high fantasy type of people? So my normal arc team is pretty much just my street team. Um, so I always send them everything first. And, uh, but for this arc, I, I don't really have arcs that much for the Honest Scroll series because it is so different. I did not know who to reach out to at first. And now it's become one of those things where I'll send it to the street team and then I'll put up a form for anyone who's already read the first ones. If they want to read it, then, you know, they can leave like all their information and everything. Um, But for Sweet Girl, I put out the art form and then I looked for people who were my like target audience. So a lot of people from like, like you guys from like Scarlet and everything. And Mm then um, I reached out to a few of like the smutty community where it's like strictly smut. (laughs) I reached out to a few of them and then then I just went from there. I contacted a couple of larger accounts not even thinking that they would respond. A couple of them did respond. It was great. Um, But yeah, I just went from there. So I meant to pull authors and I'm not going to name names. The only one I'll name is Scarlett. She was very strict on not giving out arcs. Like only the street team got that. And I totally understood Mm -hmm. that. And that's what I kind of did with my book. I maybe gave out 10 arcs outside of the street team. Mm -hmm. But then um, another author who 
she just hands out arcs like they're candy yeah and I'm like ha I I don't know it stresses me out thinking about just throwing my book out for free yeah and then yeah another author maybe hits 100 arcs and I'm like I don't know (laughs) I think with because I had one giveaway that I did for arcs and even with the giveaway like I'll be honest I kind of vetted them first too Mm -hmm. um because the worst thing about arcs is that you get someone who's immediately going to go put it up on a pirated site oh my god like that's their entire reason for asking for arcs don't get Lexi started on the pirates we'll be here all night (laughs) now she she will rage again (laughs) but yeah I mean I think I gave out I ended up giving out like 70 75 arcs for the girl okay um and do you know off the top of your head how many reviews you have right now for Sweet Girl? On Amazon, I think I have 180 reviews. Okay. How many of them were from those arcs? I don't know because I don't have time to keep track of that. Okay. Um, I probably should. Jess has but... a great spreadsheet <laughs> and she's very good at managing arc teams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. And- yeah spreadsheets are her passion (laughs) right um my thing also about arts is I never want to force someone to read it so I feel like like it's on my thing um if you get this art you're uh suppose it's an exchange for an honest review blah 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 um so I like I want them to leave a review but I know some people force people to leave Mm -hmm. it and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No. I, I feel that because I'm also, I'm such a mood reader that I will sign All up right. for, I'll sign up for an arc because I'm so hyped for this book. And then I'll get the arc three weeks later and I am in like a dumpster fire and I can't even pick up a book and right. I have no interest in reading that type of book. And it's nothing to do with the art, with the author or the genre or whatever it's about. It's just because I get triggered to read and if it's not available then I probably won't pick it up again until maybe a month or so later until I'm in that space again and then if you feel like you're forced to read that art then if you're not in that mood to read it you might give it like a lower rating because Mm -hmm. you felt like it would work yeah Mm -hmm. I think one thing I definitely am going to do is give my street team more time on book two yeah that's my that's my goal I want them to have like maybe two months before publishing but this last book wasn't that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah with with uh flames of promise so I released two weeks into October or something like that I popped up with the arc September 1st and I'm like surprise bitches <laughs> <laughs> so that was another one where I I didn't require anyone to have to read that book because it was 760 pages so I you know it's like a two-week read yeah <laughs> ruining everybody's TBRs yeah um but yeah arcs are hard street teams are hard too are. And I wanted to mm-hmm. say I had an interview with a um another book person and she mentioned having to pay your street team and I was like excuse me 
like pay them them money (laughs) or the book and that's what I was very I was a little confused about it I think that was the only thing that was like a little rough about that interview because I was like I've been on a few street teams and it's never been an exchange of money or anything it's always been like no you get the book early and you get to hype me up yeah Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I would love to give them physical arcs in the future like that of course is a goal so I think it was probably a month after publishing I sent sent them all just like a little something like a bookmark Mm -hmm. not safe for work art things like that but (laughs) I don't know I don't like the whole exchange of money to read thing it feels disingenuous because you know if you're getting money for it whether you're gonna whether you are conscious of it or not you're gonna be biased towards it because you right. got money for it yeah mm-hmm. so even if you are trying to avoid that it's still gonna happen mm-hmm. so a free book is I think plenty especially if you're asking them to review it because even when I get a free book I still feel a little obligated to give it a nice review because that author gave it to me for free if someone paid me money I'd be throwing out five stars like candy so I don't hurt you. <laughs> I think no, take it back, take it back. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna name names, but you all will probably know who I'm talking about. But an author who got traditionally published, we noticed them handing out arcs and physical books to people that I was like, do they even read? Or are they just influencers? And I was just like, oh, I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, there's so yeah. many people that would like, I don't want to say grovel, but if they got a book, they would have just been like over the moon, happy just to get the book. Yeah, right. Would have promoted the hell out of it too. Yeah. And-, and I think that goes back to like rotating street team members too. Like I, in my heart, I could never kick someone off my street team because I do love all of them. But when do you think about bringing new people in or like when sharks right. rotate their reps like they don't do it because they hated how they repped that term they do it because they want to reach a wider audience and yeah. I think it should be something similar with street teams like not maybe not revamp the whole team but at least open it up for new people because new people find your books all the time and you're going to be reaching new audiences and stuff all the time but it's not necessarily a bad thing Cause like I rep for Ashley's shop for novel and I'm a perma rep, but every, I've been with her since the beginning, (laughs) (laughs) but um, every three months she rotates out her team so that she can reach new people because it gets oversaturated when you just see the same person posting about her candles all the time. So it's similar with books, I think too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like, I could name three girls that I wish were on my street team from the beginning but they didn't find yeah. my book until after. And I'm like, I can't wait to open up the street team and have more people on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> oh. Do I spy birthday girl in your background? <laughs> Which, what What are you looking at? Birthday yeah, girl? Just, like glued to the computer in the background? Like a it creepy? looks like it, but I can't tell. Mm, yes. <laughs> my eyes don't deceive me <laughs> yes have you yeah, read it my um my street team kind of went crazy for my birthday and they all like bought me books off my wish list and I'm like 
getting them in and crying all over the place. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are going. <laughs> that's so cute though that's they're, so sweet they're awesome i love that's them awesome. yeah that's so sweet i remember when we did a um video birthday thing for oh. scarlet and oh. it took her like three days to watch it <laughs> i'm having to stop it because she was so emotional yeah it was awesome we knew it was gonna happen we were being bratty also as being nice oh yeah we had way too much fun with it we we did it on purpose because we knew she was gonna cry and that we're just evil like that oh yeah just a little bit it was great though mm-hmm. worth it mm-hmm. oh yeah okay what's next on our list ladies um, can I can we can we do our rapid fire question I want to ask talk questions so bad okay okay <laughs> so um let's yes let's do a rapid fire okay <laughs> are we all doing it or are we just gonna ask Jack too I think we all need to do it we've always let's all yes it. but a minute yeah. okay but Jack can go first <laughs> okay oh, God. <laughs> the question of the week who is your cock of the week I don't know because I was I was told I can't pick one of my own characters. Oh, <laughs> why not? Well, you can pick your own. I don't character. know. You can pick your own character. So, so I messaged Lexi and I'm like, um, what exactly is the answer to this? It's any it's any of your book boyfriends or favorite. It, it could be female too. Like we've yes. chosen um, is old. old. We've chosen some ladies in the past. And I told Jack we picked our husbands once. I have never picked mine. And he's been- <laughs> that was like a story. That was kind of like a, eh, we should pick. Them. I'm picking one of my characters. So you can pick your own character if you want, Jack. Okay. Well, then it would be Gavin this week. I mean, okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the go obvious answer. <laughs> and do Elia, because I know that's what Lexi's going to say. Mm-mm, that's not what I'm going to nope. say. Okay. Nope. Elia. Oh. I'm going with Elia this week. Yeah. Actually, I have a second one, but I have to find it. Hang on. Okay. So I'll come back to me. Come back to okay. me. Okay. I have one. Who is it? Go. I have one too. Mine is Cooper from Good Girl Comfort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's a good one. He's not a hockey cock. I should have picked a hockey one. <laughs> Jack, if you didn't know, Gabby has read about 500 hockey romances this week. Uh, I, I need you to send me those recs because I also love a good hockey romance. Oh, Don't yeah. ask that. He will send you like 12 pages of books. Yes. <laughs> um, so my cock of the week is Sam because he's just being, mm. he's just, he's oh. saying some things in this novella. Like 1940 Sam is very fun. So good. <laughs> I'm excited to see more about Sam. Mm-hmm. My, co- my cock. Yeah, he's like everything you've shared so far, Lexi. I'm like, this is going to hurt my heart so bad. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Mm. Um, mine is no surprise. It's any fan fiction Draco. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he actually has a Draco shirt on right now. It says, if lost, return to Draco Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. It's a problem. Manacle has destroyed me. (laughs) And then Ash, what's yours? Um, Mine is going to be 
Well, I'm I'm deep in my Crescent City reread, and so I would like mm. to say Aidis, but mm. but I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm not picking who Jess yes. wants me to pick because it's not him. I don't <laughs> like him. I don't <laughs> like him. Anyways, before we rant, um, mine is gonna be Gavin slash Eros from your book, Jack, but also mm. Eros from Electric Idol, like all the Eros love right now. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was fucking here for it because I think I went right from Electric Idol to yours and I was like, oh my God, why have I never loved Eros like this in my life? <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, Jess, so you have your second one? You need more books. Yes. So, yeah. I was mm-hmm. on the phone with Alira, Alira Anaya Serres, who also writes Reverse Harem and Fantasy and everything for some reason. Um, I was on the phone with her the other day and I just hear farm animals in the background. So I'm going to share with you my second pick for the week. And this is Franklin. (laughs) I love him. He has a little hairdo. And that is his girlfriend, Graham. Oh, nice. But look at his hair. He's so fancy. I love him. Yes, he's my second one because he was a doll and wanted to say hi. Oh, okay. I have a question outside of our rapid fire question and we don't have to rage after we don't have to do anything. You're but asking us not to rage. Jack, always are rage. you, so you read Crescent City. Yeah. I think Hunt is Endgame. Uh-oh. <laughs> I feel like this is a trap. It's not. It's not because we're pretty divided. We are very divided. I mean, I, I hope he is, but if I know SJM, that's, you know, not very <laughs> likely. We have no, no trust. We have no trust. In this I'm movie. hoping that he's I not. I'm like, please. You guys are making me not have don't trust. Be it. <laughs> I actually um, keep, I keep teasing Kay and telling her that Hunt's going to die at the end of this book. So. <laughs> <laughs> in the first book though didn't he die like three times in the first book no no i mean he was pretty no. close to dead and then close she saved him close to dead yeah. alert. sorry yeah, but, Spoiler, but sarah yeah. does this so does tate tate make sure you believe that the person's gonna die and then like surprise tate but it's just a bull thing not for now <laughs> yeah she's me I'm scared. <laughs> Anyways, I am Team Cat, and um, I think she just needs a harem, and let's call it a day so we can stop arguing. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, a harem without too. Hunt. A harem without. <laughs> There's been some new development. Brit and Ash are so anti-Hunt right now. <laughs> No, see, this is what we were talking about before you jumped on. I have 12 pages of research of why I don't like Hunt. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. a lot. I, mean, I, I don't. Tally. I have a tally going on my thing while I'm taking notes. And it's my two tallies are. Um, we don't stri- normally take notes, Jack. We're having a PowerPoint night. To oh, argue yeah. oh, about okay. this. <laughs> um, it's strikes against Hunt and times Hunt annoys me or is an asshole. god okay let's let's get off this rage train guys okay back to the rapid fire question (laughs) if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be oh god Mm. am i first yes Yes. Mm -hmm. okay um mac and cheese 
Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good oh. one. Yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheese. I agree with that one. And oh. be tacos. Oh, the generation of tacos. Ooh, tacos. Mm. Mm. I think I would be a burrito because then you can deconstruct it. Mm. Why are you going to be smart about, about it, Gabby? Dude. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jack. It, um, who are some of your favorite authors? Um, Jillian Flynn. I'm Penelope Douglas. Scarlett. Um, Haley, is it Haley? Haley LaRue. Uh, <laughs> looking at the bookshelf. I know, um, looking at the bookshelf, yeah. Uh, that's probably my, like, top one. Okay. And, of course, that SJM, so. Yeah. She's a brat and a half. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> uh, hurt you, and why was it Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think our our main conversations lately have been um, is Hunt Endgame and As and Gwyn stuff. (laughs) Yes. I'll go on a tangent. What's the next question? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you listen to, yeah, do you listen to music while you write? I have to. Okay. I have, so I have, I'm a noise person. Like silence is very, very bad for me. It's, it's horrible. Um, so I always have the TV going, mm-hmm. I have the fan going, and then I have my earpods in with usually very, very loud music. And it just mm-hmm. depends on like what the characters are doing that day. So for instance, right now I'm listening to like heavy metal. <laughs> trying to get into a villain mentality i like it i like it that is my playlist that's awesome what's your favorite song right now oh that's way too hard (laughs) i don't know i couldn't pick one no oh i definitely i I definitely could i could right now i'm like stuck on this song like oh god i think it's like a phoenix by zabo but that's because Ooh. of the book that Gabby and I are writing. Oh, that's like it's an issue. Mine is. Yeah. Um, She's all I want to be by Tate McRae right now. Oh. And then I'm gonna say this name wrong, but mine's Goddess by Jara Burns. That's really helping me. I really yeah, like I that. sent it to you guys. And then Eliziana just sent me two witchy uh, playlists that I'm really excited about. Like which you please do share. I will. I'm editing Ooh. mine right now, so I'm listening to Melinda's uh, sea shanties on repeat. <laughs> oh, love! <laughs> Does anyone here play a song over and over again until they get sick of it? Me, yes, okay. all the time. Hyperfixations <laughs> okay. are my thing. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, mm-hmm. that's usually what I do when I write. I'll just like pick one song. And just play it like probably 15 times until I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound real anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a real mm-hmm. song. These are not no. real words. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There, there was a song that, like, right after I finished Sweet Girl, I heard it and I was like, oh my God, that's Chloe. And I just kept listening to it because I missed writing them. Mm-hmm. So are you I gonna, just listened to it over and over. Are you going to write them again? Or I'm sorry, I didn't get the ending of the book. Is there. Okay. I was about to say that goes into my my question next. Spoiler. Uh, 
how excited are you for their story to continue in a full length book? Ooh, I'm really excited because I am also they, really have, excited. <laughs> they have been like in my head. Gavin's been trying to tell me like what's going to happen. And I'm like, dude, I can't write you for another six months. Calm down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm like, so I, excited. Like, I jotted down some points <laughs> just to make him happy. But yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. When I got to the very end, I was just like, thank God there's going to be more. <laughs> I did the same thing. I kept swiping. I was like, it can't be over. It's not done yet. I want more. Please. And then I saw the well, end. Like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Well, and like the way that you like snuck in, like I'm trying not to be spoilery, but the way you like snuck in like little things about them, like personal things. I was like, there's, there's not enough pages left to dive into this. Right. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm going to read it this week. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm chiseling out time because everyone's been talking about it and I haven't, I don't think I've read, oh, I wrote, read, I read Soul Eater, but that was solely because I saw some artwork and I was very intrigued. <laughs> artwork has that effect. Yes. It yeah. I, it's funny because I posted a meme about, uh, what is it called? Cock pocket. Yeah, cock pockets. Oh, that one? (laughs) Yeah, I posted a meme about cock pockets and not even thinking about it. um, I think Corinne and I have talked about it before. And then I posted that meme and she was like, you should read this book. And I was like, okay. And I started reading the book and I was like, I was up until 2 a.m. learning (laughs) about cock pockets. (laughs) I'm just very much into like an MM mood right now. I don't know what it is about monsters like boy monsters and alien boys they're just so sweet and primal and it's awesome but yeah i was gonna say i could give you some mm uh, hockey romance <laughs> oh i want mm hockey romance they're yeah. so cute oh okay okay yeah okay guys we are over our hour jack do you have anything you want to share before we say good night um i don't think so okay (laughs) Um, what do you so before we go what are you working on right now right now i am working on my paranormal fantasy romance awesome i'm excited i saw photos yeah i saw photos i'm excited i guess it looks so good i'm so excited and Emily is actually doing the cover for it, so I am double excited. Oh, we love Emily. Yes. This is an Emily Stan house. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I want to finish this podcast with a tip about covers. Plan wisely with your covers. Plan well ahead of time with your covers. Even if you're doing it yourself, just give yourself time because... I am very worried about what I will be going through in the next couple of weeks. Really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when she stops recording, we'll tell you. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Emily did Gabby and Mai's covers too. She's like the sweetest human on planet she Earth. Is. Oh yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, like, that's if I could awesome. bottle her, it would be just pure joy. And She's I like if it's like her, Eliziana, and who else needs like way more time in their lives so they can keep creating things? Katie. Oh yeah. Katie. Mm-hmm. And Arrow's like, 
they need more time. They need to like, mm-hmm. we need more of them because they're just mm-hmm. awesome. And they're like blessing the bookstagram world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, okay, so guys. Um, Jack, this was awesome. Thank you for being here and telling us everything and sharing your tips and talking about Sweet Girl and your other books. Um, please know that Jack has a pretty epic fantasy smutty bunch of other books out there. It's not just Sweet Girl. So I really hope you like dive into those too. But yes. um, Jack, where can we find all of your books? Um, actually, well, they're all on KU. They're all on Kindle Unlimited. Um, they're all on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's pretty much, pretty much everywhere, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Okay, Gabby, you want to sign us off? Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Smutty Nutty Podcast. My name is Gabby, and you can find me on Instagram at Gabby Show, G-A-B-B-I-E. And I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi, and also on TikTok. And I'm Jess, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Jessica, and also on my website, readsbyjessica.com. I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 and I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. And don't forget to follow Jack Whitney at, on Instagram and TikTok at jack.whitney.author. Or, but I messed it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> at jack.whitney.writer. Yes. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Smutty and Nutty as well. Yes, everywhere. TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> the girls have been working hard on TikTok. Thank you so much, Jack. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. Of course.